4: All right, it is some more film study as we decided that since we have a short week with a Monday night football, let's cram in even more podcasts this week. So it's a new episode of By the Numbers for your Friday afternoon. Uh, Ken McCusick, how you doing? Life's good, Josh. How about you? I'm great, Dan. This is your show. No welcome, no guests. <laughs> no how to have me. This is your show. How's All right, it going?
5: I'm I'm doing good. Uh... Re- all right. pretty recovered from Monday. We're doing alright. So we're ready, ready for the next game.
4: So. Yeah, let's look forward to the next game. Uh, it'll be a whole lot more fun. And let's get into this because we don't have a whole lot of time on this podcast. We'll have right. a little looking back as as well. Dan, as always, why don't you go first?
5: Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, we'll do some looking back on the last game uh, and then some looking forward to this next game. So first stat I've got is a negative 9.8%. That's the uh, completion percentage above expected uh, by next gen stats for Lamar Jackson this week. Um, because it's negative, it's actually he completed fewer passes than expected. Uh, that percentage is based off of the um, positioning of the defenders and the receivers uh, relative uh, at the time of the pass. Negative uh, 9.8% was the second worst in week three and the fifth worst in 2020 so far. The only one worse in week three was Jeff Driscoll. So uh, not a good place to be uh, for Lamar uh, for this week, as that was evident. Not a great showing from him.
4: Not all entirely his fault. A couple of drops by receivers, some balls that didn't get played very well, but a, obviously a, a, an awful, awful game that's among the worst he's ever had, if not the worst. I'm going to move forward. 10 and 156 are my numbers. I count deceptive rushes, and we've talked about this before, but that's two or more elements of two or more dropping from the line of scrimmage, that's number one, one a count of one for each individual blitzer from off the line of scrimmage, and the number of stunts. And the Ravens had 10 individual pass rushes which fell into that category. On those plays, Mahomes went 10 of 10 for 156 yards and one TD. So to say the least, he was not deceived.
5: Yeah, he had those pretty well handled, uh, quick passes, just hot routes, all sorts of different things. He had those pretty, pretty handled. So, all right. Next number I've got is actually a a set of two numbers, negative 0.285 versus 0.75. And those are the EPA per design pass play for the Ravens versus Kansas versus the number for Kansas city. Uh, so negative point two eight five for the Ravens and point seven five for Kansas City.
4: Holy uh, mackerel! So every time they threw a pass, it was three quarters of a point.
5: It, yeah. Yep. Wow. Yep. The, <laughs> the bet the best um, and it wasn't even you know designed pass play. So sacks, rushes, um, ending penalties or anything like that. It was, it was pretty impressive. So Kansas City was the best uh, in week three. Ravens second worst in week three. The average just for uh, you know for comparison is 0.11. So to have a negative point two eight five is another example of uh, the Ravens really struggling uh, for pass and Kansas City 0.75, just dominating. Uh, as I said, second worst was the Ravens. Uh, the worst was the Jets at negative 0.55. So wow, that's, that's really painful. <laughs> so at least so, yeah, we're not so there. We watched Lamar <laughs> yeah.
4: play and and and. Arnold was five times as bad. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right, 27, 16, and 1. The 27 are the number of dime snaps the Ravens play. Dime, let's remind people what that is. Six defensive backs. It's a specialized package. It's got one primary purpose. Get the opponent off the field on those high leverage passing situations. Of those 27 snaps, 16 were conversions allowed. Nine of those occurred on third down. The others on second down or, or first down even. Uh, but 16 conversions on 27 dime snaps, and there was only one drive-ending play in that group. Unacceptable. That is a terrible game, and Chiefs, uh, the Chiefs and Mahomes, uh, shredded the Ravens dime for 10.0 yards per play, 271 yards on 27 passes.
5: Yeah, it was it was pretty rough, <laughs> just to say the least. Could not get them off the field. So, all right, now I'm going to try to turn to, to something a little bit more positive. So. 21.48 that's the miles per hour that that Devin Duvernay hit as a top speed on his 93 yard kickoff return so that is that's pretty impressive over 21 miles per hour that's the third highest of the season so far uh only behind two plays by Raheem Mostert 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 I'm not sure how to pronounce that. yeah it. from the
4: Ravens practice squad yep. track star
5: yeah so he's yeah he's real fast so the to be right behind that is pretty impressive. It was also the second longest play uh in, in number of yards run with 110.4. So he got he got his uh his work cut out for him in that run and it really kind of showed uh the flash from him and and really excited uh you know, excited us for a little while and excited us for what to come can come for from him. So
4: yeah, really hoping to see him a bigger part of the offense uh 13 is my next number that's the number of consecutive games that bradley bozeman had gone without surrendering a sack so i'm trying to turn a negative here into a positive he gave up a sack and a half on monday to the chiefs uh as i counted it but
3: uh, it had been since week six of 2000 winning comes in all shapes and sizes every day there's an opportunity for a win just like scratchers from the virginia lottery every day grab and go every day giftable every day fun It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a Scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21.
2: Introducing the Lowe's List for Innovation. While our aisles are filled with innovative products, we've selected our favorites just for you. Like the exclusive Whirlpool washer with industry-first 2-in-1 removable agitator. We love this washer because you can customize any load. And with other smart features to streamline your laundry routine, this product is a must-have for families. Shop the full Lowe's list of top picks at Lowe's.com. Lowe's. Home to any budget. Home to any possibility. U.S. only.
4: And 19 when he gave up the last and went all the way through including that playoff game without, uh, without giving up a sack. He had trouble with Chris Jones. Who doesn't? I think it's really a reflection of how well Bozeman's played and how uh, much of a solidifying force he's been when we really thought he was the weakness after that Week Six game last year. uh, Since then,
5: yeah, and uh, excuse me, yeah, definitely uh, impressive so far. And you know, unfortunately, had to run into Chris Jones, but he's got another challenge ahead of him. Uh, Fourth stat: thirteen point one percent versus five point two percent. Uh, that's adjusted sack rate from the football outsiders thirteen point one percent is from the washington football team and five point two percent is from is for the baltimore ravens so thirteen point one percent that's first uh in the league versus five point two percent is twenty third uh, the adjusted sack rate, is based off of sacks and intentional uh groundings divided by pass attempts and then adjusted for down distance and opponent so tries to kind of make it all uniform so they they've got their the offensive line has got their work cut out for them against uh against the Washington football team. I know they've they're missing some pe- key people hopefully or maybe this week uh not hopefully. So um Chase but, Young uh, is apparently yep, out in practice today. Yep. And uh just a sign of You know, the offensive line and and the challenge that they've got. They've eleven point four percent from the O line from their perspective, the Baltimore O line. So that's thirty first in the league. So, you know, not not a great matchup for us, our O line versus their D line. So we'll see how that goes this week. All right.
4: I've got a a double here again, one point six eight and one point five zero. One point six eight is the Washington points scored per offensive drive. That's twenty-seventh in the NFL. And 1.50, the Ravens' points allowed per defensive drive. That's first in the NFL. So I'd expect a very low points per drive in this game. I'd like to see the Ravens get it in the low ones or even down to one, uh, which might be about a 10-point game they'd allow to to, to the Redskins. Uh, I do really expect the Ravens to step up with a big game defensively and despite the fact that the game plan did not work against the Chiefs with a lot of deceptive pressure I think that's exactly the sort of game plan that should work against Haskins and I expect that Martindale to realize that and and really ratchet up the the deception for this game
5: yeah I think that's going to be key as well the you know Haskins and Mahomes are on quite different levels to say say the least Uh, quite an understatement. So we'll, we'll definitely see the deception play and play into that. So uh, my fifth stat has uh, is about the Washington football team game as well. Um, Going back to Devoa. uh, So negative 35.3% and negative 23.1%. So negative 35.3%. That's their offensive Devoa for the Washington football team. That's 29th. So, As a reminder, Devoa is, you know, um, it's an adjusted value relative to 0%. Uh, defense value over uh, over adjusted, is that what it is? I think so.
4: Value over average, perhaps, i not sure.
5: Devoa, anyway. So, um, you know, 29th in the league, that's real rough. So that should be a solid matchup for our defense. Unfortunately, they're fourth uh, on, on the defensive side. So it's going to be a real challenge for our offense. So. All right, uh, Love Devoe. It's
4: worth going checking out the Football Outsiders site. My last one, six and twenty. Obviously, we came into this game with a with a big matchup with, with Tucker and Butker in terms of who might be the best kicker in the game, and and hopefully this took a step in the right direction. Six is now the number of consecutive field goals Justin Tucker would have to miss to drop from the top field goal percentage in NFL history. So he's back to a very safe territory there. Alternatively. Harrison Butker could make his next 20 in a row and catch Tucker. So that's where I get that. So after Monday Night Football now, uh, Tucker is ahead by 1.6 percentage points over the next highest all-time. Uh, I just come back to the fact that there's more 400 hitters in on April 30th than there are on September 30th. And he, he, Butker is in the May 15th of his career, whereas Tucker is more like on the June 30th of his career, and he's hitting 425. Uh to stretch that metaphor as far as it'll go, <laughs> uh, you know, I, there's going to be kickers who come along who will outkick Butker at the star, sorry, outkick Tucker at the start of his career for a uh, for a short period of time. There's going to be very few people who can keep it up for a long period. One of the things to look at is that, I noted this that Butker has only made ninety four and a half percent of his uh, extra points as a since they moved out to 33 yards that's all his career whereas uh tucker has only missed threes at 98 and a half percent okay uh big difference
5: yeah you know just an example during that game of how lucky we are to have tucker so consistent definitely consistent so great to have
4: so all right dan another another great episode of this i love these little quick hitting episodes got it down to 11 minutes feeling good about that uh Thanks for coming on again, and we'll talk to you next time on Film Study.